So I didn't plan on producing this episode. I was actually working on a different episode about various kinds of B2B podcast formats like interview and narrative, roundtable, solo style, all that stuff. Wanted to talk about how you can identify what would work best for your B2B podcast. I was doing some research to get an idea for the numbers, like how many podcasts are interview style versus how many are solo style versus how many are narrative. And while I did find one study from Pew Research that I'll probably bring up in next week's episode, I mostly just got a lot of articles like seven popular podcast formats, which one is right for you and uh, best podcast format, what's easiest, most popular and most sustainable 16 podcast formats, how to mix and match just this kind of listicle like article blog post stuff. And something that I noticed was that the solo style format is one of the most recommended podcast formats outside of B2B podcasts, but it's rarely recommended for B2B podcasts. Obviously, I have a different opinion. This is literally a B2B podcast about creating better B2B podcasts. And for now, it's exclusively solo style. So I spontaneously decided to bring you an episode about the solo style format. So this week we'll talk about its pros, its cons, and whether you decide to start a solo style B2B podcast or just add an episode or two that are solo style, I'll share three best practices for you to implement in that solo style format. So that's this episode of Better B2B Podcasts. To start, let's talk about the pros of this solo style format. So by nature of it just being one host, it gives you full control and plenty of room to share your unique perspective. When you're inviting guests onto an interview style show or even exploring topics in a narrative setting, you have less room to embed your unique POV, your unique perspective into the content. A really great interview style show places the spotlight on the guest and in nature of doing so, you focus on their unique perspective rather than on your unique perspective. But when it's just one host, you have the opportunity and the control and the room to discuss any topic under the light of your perspective. So naturally, that brings me to the second pro that I want to discuss with you, which is that this kind of style, this solo style show is great for a thought leadership outcome. Again, on an interview style podcast, you are focusing primarily on the guest and their expertise, their perspective. But when you focus on your unique perspective, it helps you to establish thought leadership, helps you to actually convey what you and your business believe and how you might be able to solve your audience's problems. Just about every format can and should answer your audience's questions and help solve their problems and help just make their lives better. 
But what a solo style podcast can do is answer those questions, solve those problems specifically from the viewpoints that you and your company hold. And then lastly, something that I think is especially unique to solo style episodes is that they are relatively cost effective and easy to make. It is just simpler to create a podcast with only one person. Often it takes less time to prepare because you're not trying to book guests and find a time to record. Often it is quicker to record because there's only one person talking the entire time and you don't need an introduction on the front end. You don't need a debrief on the back end. You can just sit down and press record and you're good to go. Ultimately, it's just easier and less complex to prepare, record, and post-produce solo-style content. So in light of these pros, I would really recommend a solo-style podcast to anybody who is looking to establish their perspective in the industry, communicate that effectively through this medium of podcasting with a relatively small cost and relatively small workload. So small businesses looking to get established in their industry, this might be a great fit for you, but there are some cons that we'll have to consider as well. So I'm just over three months into producing this solo style podcast. There's a handful of other solo style podcasts that I've helped with as well. And as much as I can attest to the pros that we've talked about so far, These cons, absolutely, I am acutely aware of, even as I'm recording this episode. First, one of the biggest challenges with having a solo style podcast is that it really, really diminishes your networking opportunities. One of the great things that we can do with B2B podcasts is leverage our interview style shows to network with the guests that we invite on. It's really easy to invite somebody onto the podcast to have a conversation with and start a relationship with. And there's always potential down the road that that will turn into some kind of partnership, whether they become a new client or maybe they purchase your product or maybe they become an advisor or a mentor or even somebody to join your team. There's just lots of opportunities that can come from the relationships that we build while creating a podcast. But by nature of it being solo style, there is less, if not absolutely no, opportunity to network. Which leads me into the second challenge that we get with a solo style podcast, which is that it is harder for organic promotion because we can't leverage our guests' networks. Something that we do a lot when we record podcasts with guests, we leverage their networks to promote the show. Even if they don't necessarily share the podcast on social media, they probably are sending it to uh, their close friends or their close coworkers or their co-founders or other people within their organization. And at best, they are also sharing it on their social media and we get listeners from their audience as well. But almost always, we get some kind of boost from the guests that we bring onto the podcast. Again, by nature of it being solo style, we don't have guests who have audiences that we can leverage. So we have to rely on organic promotion from the podcast and from our podcast host in order to grow our audience. And then finally, this is 
probably one that I can attest to the most on this side of the microphone is that it is a big workload for your host. It's a huge amount of effort for your podcast host. In other podcast formats, there is a little bit more leeway for your host because a lot of the content is in collaboration with other people like guests or writers or producers. But even if you're working with a producer or a writer and you're producing a solo style show, your host is doing almost all of the content creation. They'll have a big say in choosing what topics are discussed on the podcast. Obviously, they'll have to record all of the content themselves. And then finally, they'll have a big role to play in promoting the podcast and then creating additional content from there. So it's a big stress on your host. And it might be a lot to ask of your marketing intern or your chief executive officer who can create all of that thought leadership kind of content. But I can say with confidence that all of these things, there are workarounds. You can leverage your podcast in other ways than just networking with guests. You can promote your podcast in other ways than using your guests' networks. And there are automation things and workload things and just different processes that you can implement to alleviate some of that burden, some of that stress as a podcast host. And down the road, we'll probably cover a lot of that kind of stuff as well. How to do organic promotion without just having your guest post on social media, how to leverage podcasts in other ways than just networking, and how to optimize your workflows and your processes in part, which would help your host in something like a solo style podcast. All right, so let's say that you decide to start a solo style podcast. Or maybe on a lesser scale, you decide to add in a few episodes that are solo style to your current podcast. It's a great way to diversify your content and to keep engaging your audience and make sure that in the rest of your interview style show or narrative style podcast, you are sharing your unique perspective. So let's say you decide to do it. Here are three best practices that I would leave with you as you produce that kind of content. First, like every format, this applies to every kind of podcast, but I can't say it enough. Make it about your audience. One of the things that honestly I have found with creating this podcast is that it is really, really easy and tempting to just think about the stuff that I want to talk about as a podcast host and address those topics but what we should be doing is focusing on the questions that our audience has, the problems that our audience wants to solve, and address those. Create content for the audience. And again, that applies to every kind of format, every kind of podcast that we create. We have to always focus on our audience and create content for them rather than for us. But I can't say it enough, and so I want to lead with that that we have to make our content about the audience, especially when it's just one person creating that content, one host, we have to remember our audience. And likewise, my second best practice that I would offer you is to not constantly sell yourself. Something that happens when we create an interview style podcast or any kind of content where we have multiple people on the show, it is easy to sort of 
share the spotlight. And in so doing, we take the focus off of ourselves and what we can offer the audience. And we spend more time focusing on how we can solve their problems, how we can add value to them, how we can engage them as the audience. But then sometimes when we create a solo style podcast, we really, really want to talk about how we as our companies can solve their problems rather than just the ideas and the theories and the practices that the audience can implement to solve their own problems. Now, as you talk about your perspective and just how you would go about certain topics, you'll probably mention your company. And I actually think it's really great to just name drop and remind the audience that you are from a bigger organization and that you can help them more than just through your podcast if they're interested. But what we don't want to do is say, if you want to solve this problem, you need to talk to me. We want to say, there is this problem that you're probably facing. Here's how you can solve it. There's this question that you're asking. You don't need to uh, talk to me. You don't need to book a call with me. You don't need to pay me to get that question answered. Here are some of the starting blocks to answer that question. So make it about the audience. Don't constantly sell yourself. And then finally, something that we talked about in the pros is that it gives you full control and plenty of room to share your unique perspective. So use the opportunity to share that unique POV, to establish thought leadership, to demonstrate your expertise and your knowledge in the subject matter that you're covering. Again, in interview style shows, we sort of spread the spotlight and cast it on the guests and focus on their perspective. But now that you have the opportunity in a solo style podcast to take control and share your perspective, take advantage of that opportunity. Share your perspective. Don't shy away from controversial opinions if you think that they'll provide more value to your audience. And again, just share what you think and share how your company approaches problems. Solo style podcasts give you all the control to bring as much value as possible to your audience by sharing your unique perspective, helping them solve problems and answer questions. And so take that opportunity. All right. So that's this episode of Better B2B Podcasts. I hope you've enjoyed. I hope this has maybe addressed some of the questions that you have about solo style podcasts. I will say it's not for everybody. There are other formats that might work better for you. And so next time, that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about some of the other formats. Obviously, the big popular one in B2B podcasts being the interview style. But we'll also talk about roundtable discussions. We'll talk about narrative style podcasts. We'll also address solo style in comparison to some of these other formats. So come back next week. We'll talk more about that. And we'll talk about how you can decide what might be best for your B2B podcast. In a couple of weeks, we'll talk about how to mix and match some of these different formats and why you might want to diversify your content in that way. So to make sure that you don't miss one of those episodes that are coming out next be sure to follow or add the podcast on your favorite podcast platform so that it's right there in your feed and you don't have to go searching for this content. We can make sure that you get the value right there in your podcast player. 
But until next time, you can email me at jared at inphasemedia.co or you can connect with me on LinkedIn if there's anything that I can help you with or any questions I can answer for you. Otherwise, I will see you in the very next episode of Better B2B Podcasts. Thank you.